Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Great to have you with us today. The countdown to Deathmatch 2017 continues. Okay, my broadcast partner and I hold off these two individuals with nothing on the line. <laughs> right? Nothing on the line. Zero. All right. Let's get to the play-by-play call of the day. Of the day. Giancarlo Stanton, a record setter for the Marlins. High block ready. The lefty deals again. Stanton swings. Hits a gigantic high fly ball. This is deep to left. Here it is, folks. A new Marlin single season home run record. And the holder is Giancarlo Stanton at 43. A two-run home run in his first at-bat here tonight to give the Marlins a 2 to nothing lead. On the Marlins Radio Network, Gary Sheffield hit 42 back in 1996, and now Giancarlo Stanton hitting number 43 in 2017. That's our play-by-play call of the day. All right. Uh, We are getting uh, close. We mentioned high school football season coming up. That also means Penn State football season is coming up. And... When you look at this team, let's just give you a general rundown. You know, when you've got Trace McSorley, Tommy Stevens, you feel like you're in good shape at quarterback. Barkley, but it's more than just Barkley. I mean, Barkley is uh, obviously a special player, but you've got Mark Allen, Andre Robinson, Miles Sanders. Hey, Miles Sanders is got is a great talent. Uh, down the road, but not yet, Journey Brown. Well, Miles Sanders is a great talent. you got Mike Kosicki, one of the top tight ends in the country. He's really a hard matchup because a linebacker is not quick enough to cover him. A safety is not big enough to cover him. So Mike is a matchup nightmare. It's like, I think, a lot of ways, Jawan Johnson uh, it can end up being a matchup night- nightmare just based on height. Uh, that, that's big. You know, Deshaun Hamilton, Sy Blacknall, DeAndre Tompkins, Irvin Charles, Brandon Polk. You know, I don't want people to forget about them being back in. But the offensive line, there's a point where two, three years ago, James Franklin inherited, what, seven scholarship offensive linemen, maybe nine. And 
it was a skeletal crew. I mean, the goal every week was to try and put out your best five. Now, what they've done recruiting-wise with the offensive line is they've recruited not just size and quickness, but versatility. And that has made a big difference. That's why Orion Bates can play a left tackle after being the left guard and as a true freshman being a center. So Bates essentially could probably play all five spots in the offensive line. That kind of versatility, when you have multiple players in your offensive line with versatility and you have somebody go down, Say you have your best guy go down. You can still put together a combination of numbers two through six and have your best five available because of versatility. So you got Bates, Gonzalez, McGovern, Will Fries, Michael Mennett, Ryan Simpson, Andrew Nelson, Brendan Mann, Chaz Wright. Alex Gellerstadt, Sterling Jenkins. It's 11 guys right there that can play for you. 11. They all can play. And they can all move around. Gellerstadt can play multiple spots. Mena can play multiple spots. Obviously, McGovern can play multiple spots. Chaz Wright can. Jazz Wright played some guard last year. Started a game at guard. Matter of fact. And that's where you have a big difference up front. You still have the ability to still get your best five offensive linemen on the field or the five best available on the field because of the versatility up front. makes a big difference. Now, defensive line, the versatility comes in the likes of Ryan Buckholtz because you can swing him inside to play tackle when you want to go to your four defensive end package. Uh, Kevin Givens is now up to 280. There was a lot of thought that maybe Kevin Givens probably couldn't get past the low 270s. One of those guys where putting weight on is not exactly easy. Something I personally cannot relate to. But now Givens is up at 280. And he's got that quickness. And Curtis Cothran and Parker Cothran are right there. And keep in mind, Curtis Cothran, remember, he was out the first four games last year. So they were 9-1 and one when he got back and then really took off up front when he was starting. And, of course, Parker Cothran, Curtis Cothran, and Mark Allen just got their degrees on on uh, Saturday. Now you go outside, then behind them you got, you've got Givens, you've got Robert Windsor, you've got Tyrell Chavis. Nice five-man group you've got there. Now you go out to end between... Sharif Miller and Torrance Brown and Colin Consania and Ryan Buckholtz and Shane Simmons and Shaka Tony. There's six guys there. 
we had a call earlier in the week, or late last week, we had a call late last week about Shaka Tony. And it was Doug and Wellsboro called. And they said, look, you're not looking at Shaka Tony to play 60 to 80 plays in a game. You can spot him 5 to 10 plays. That's where his size works to his advantage and not against him. Now, if you're going to go out and you're going to play Shaka Tony 80 plays in a game, which, of course, they aren't, now his size becomes an issue. You can wear him down. But if you spot him here and there, now it works to his advantage. Then you got Jason Cabinda, Brandon Smith, Manny Bowen, Koa Farmer, Cam Brown, Jarvis Miller, Jake Cooper. Now you got seven linebackers that can play. And Amani Amani Oyewarie, Christian Campbell, Grant Haley, Lamont Wade, Tariq Castro-Fields. There's five corners they can play for you right now. You've got Troy Apke, Marcus Allen, Aaron Monroe, Nick Scott. And it's four guys you can play right away in the safety spot. And a couple of other guys are starting to come on there, too. So the depth on the football team has really changed in a short period of time, and it makes all the difference in the world. Because you had to make a lot of really hard decisions in the first two years around here when somebody got hurt and couldn't play. Now... You have quality depth where, yeah, there might be maybe some drop-off because there's a reason somebody's a starter, but it's not as dramatic. you got a guy that can punt. you got a place kicker who's good. you got some return guys now. And not only that, in your coverage teams, you have athletes. Lots of athletes that can play in your coverage team. It makes such a difference. Such a difference. I don't think, you know, I don't think when I was mentioning uh, linebackers, I probably should have mentioned Koa Farmer. Because <laughs> yeah. obviously Farmer is going to be a, an important player this year. I think he's one guy I accidentally left out. But that's what this football team has been about. Since you brought up Koa Farmer, out of the last three or four years, would you put him in the category as one of the most patient players to finally get his turn to shine on the field? Well, this is going between people. secondary to linebacker and special teams. Well, I mean, it's not like secondary to linebackers ever happened here before because Andre Collins did it. Um, Sean Lee in high school. And got the college was a linebacker. I think it's just trying to find a spot for him. You know, remember he's a raw talent. He did what the team needed him to do, and then put him back at safety. Fine, okay, but then had to go back to linebacker because the team needed him to do that. But the difference this time is the embracing of it. When he was moved back last year. You could tell right away he embraced it, and he also understood that I'm going to use my gifts to make you uncomfortable. 
instead of me trying to find my way through and fight my way through to make some plays, all right, I'm going to use my gifts to make the plays. I'm going to use my speed, my quickness, my acceleration to make you uncomfortable. And I think that's that's the big part for him that is, I think, made a uh, made a difference in this game. Now, Sports Illustrated did a piece on Penn State. Now, yesterday, as I mentioned, Rick Neuheisel and, and Chris Childers were here yesterday. Um, and they had a chance to talk to the players and New Heisel said to me once, he must have said to me two or three times, he goes, man, look, Mountain Indy, this place is beautiful. And let's see. see in the Sports Illustrated article, they, they're talking about the ability um to uh, that Barkley makes the offensive line look good and the Penn State's front seven to this point doesn't wow anybody. Um, the funny thing is, is that Barkley makes any offensive line look good. And number two, Barkley would be the first guy to tell you his offensive line makes him look good. He'd be the first one to tell you that. He'd be the first one to tell you that the offensive line makes him look good. As for the front seven, they're right up there among the leaders in sacks in the country last year. They have 40 again. And that front seven was dramatically affected last year by the injuries to Jason Cabinda, Brandon Bell. Obviously, Bell's graduated, but you got Cabinda there. Cabinda's had himself a really good preseason. Really good. But I thought it was uh, just an interesting look. I, I, you know, do I read, read a lot of. I get a lot of preseason things that are written, mentioned to me. And I always chuckle just a bit when somebody gets upset about something that's written. Because I said, look, does it really matter? (laughs) That's why, you know, it doesn't really matter if somebody writes something negative about what they think about the team going into the season. They've got games (laughs) to prove how good they are. So I don't really I don't worry too much about that stuff. I know that always drove the suit nuts nuts. So how can you not be good? I said, what? Because this is something somebody wrote? By the way, Sports Illustrated has Penn State number eight in their top twenty five. In the preseason. Just fine. Doesn't matter whether they have them eight or eighteen. 
And that's why I always talk about the preseason polls. The coaches poll and the AP poll both say uh, the coaches poll and the AP poll have zero to do with the college football playoff. Zero. They're just there. So we'll take a break. May have some questions at one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We'll take those and your comments in a moment here on News Radio ten seventy WKOK. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors. All right, great to have you with us on the show. I mean, that's what they've got. I mean, now you have to have the, the season play out um, as you go along. And you don't know how anything's going to play out, how it's going to go. Well, the, I'll give you an example. I mean, last year at this time, nobody really expected Jalen Hurts to be the full-time starting quarterback at Alabama. He was. Uh, back in 2014, the one guy... But I think all of us thought that Ohio State could absolutely not lose in order to win a national championship was J.T. Barrett. Then he broke his leg. And Cardell Jones stepped in, and they kept winning. So you just don't know. A year ago today, Max Brown was the starting quarterback at USC. Today it's Sam Darnold. Max Brown's the starting quarterback at Pitt. You just don't know. It's part of what makes sports fun, exciting, and so forth. I mean, the guy among pro scouts, the guy that's probably the fourth-rated quarterback among pro scouts on this day is going to be in Beaver Stadium in November. That's Tanner Lee of Nebraska. You probably never heard of him. He's been in Tulane. Tulane brings in a new coach. They want to run the Veer. He doesn't run the Veer. He transfers to Nebraska. Mike Riley plays a pro-style offense. And that's where he is. So he, you know, so a lot of pro scouts will tell you Darnold, Rosen of UCLA, Allen of Wyoming, and maybe the fourth guy out of the Peyton Manning camp was Tanner Lee. So you just don't know. I mean, Mitch Trubisky, a year ago today, was the backup quarterback at North Carolina. Ended up being the second overall pick in the draft. I mean, you don't know. Lamar Jackson... On this day a year ago, none of you had heard of Lamar Jackson. Then after the opening month of the season, the Heisman Trophy was his to lose. And he didn't lose it. So you don't know. There's so many variables in the course of a season.
You wonder why coaches talk about taking it one week at a time? I don't really care if anybody gets frustrated with that. If you find reality frustrating, I'm sorry. (laughs) And I know in what I do, I'm not sitting here today saying, you know what, I better get ready for the Ohio State game. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Great to be with you. Brought to you by our good friends at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Time now for the Sports Bozo of the Day. Well, the Philadelphia Eagles are at it again. They released Ryan Matthews. Medically cleared, but it also cleared up $4 million in cap space. Your name is Matthews, and you're on that team? They're getting rid of you. (laughs) Jordan, now Ryan. Is there any other Matthews left on the team? It does save them, by the way, $4 million in cap space. So. Then there's the Brandon Marshall, Sheldon Richardson, feud, which Marshall says he's moved on from. Richardson, I think, used the word fraud or something like that to describe him. Well, they're still in the same building, just in different locker rooms now at MetLife Stadium. Richardson made headlines of the spring when he said there are 15 reasons. By the way, 15 was Marshall's number with the Jets. Why the locker room is a better place this season. I'm not a perfect guy, but I worked extremely hard to get in the position that I am today, Marshall said in the spring. First couple of years of my career, it was rough. And a lot of it, I did myself. I hurt myself. But since that point, once I figured things out, I worked extremely hard to be a better person. You know, he went on to Miami. He was with Denver, then he went on to Miami, then he went on to the Jets. Early reviews, by the way, for the Giants on Brandon Marshall. And McAdoo called Marshall a breath of fresh air. And he says a great communicator. He's also been a great communicator with his bank with a two-year $11 million deal. There we go. So there you go. The category of the sports bozos of the day. Yeah. There's never a, never a shortage. By the way, John Franklin the third is uh, an Auburn uh, quarterback turn wide receiver is going to leave there and go to Florida Atlantic, play for Lane Kiffin. Quarterback DeAndre Johnson, the transfer from Florida State. Is also at Florida Atlantic. 
Johnson, of course, was on Last Chance You, the TV show. When you've got 800 channels like we have now, you get a lot of shows like Last Chance Something. So, so the schedule is going to be good this year. I mean, look, all, you know, Akron. Okay, it's Terry Bowden's team. Then Pitt, Max Brown, good tailback, Cadre Henderson among the wideouts. Have to replace the tight ends. They got three guys back in the offensive line. Alex Bookser is going to be suspended for the Youngstown State game, but he'll be back for Penn State. Losing Jordan Whitehead is big on that defense. Georgia State, third game, uh, Old Miss transfer quarterback. You know, then you open up at Iowa. Not an easy place to play. Really good linebackers. Newman's really good. Josie Jewell's really good. Uh, they got to replace the quarterback, Beathard, but Wadley, the tailback, is really good. Really good. They, they want to figure out ways to get the ball to Wadley in a variety of ways. They got Indiana coming in. Maybe a new attack, but they have a very good quarterback in Richard Lego. Good wideouts. Better defense. I mean, it's Tom Allen especially is his defense. Better defense. Better line backers. T. Gray Scales will be one of the better linebackers out there. And Rashad Fant at corner will be one of the better corners out there. It's been rare we've talked so much about the Indiana defense in the last. 20 years, but their defense is better. Uh, Northwestern's a good football team. Clayton Thorson, a quarterback. Uh, Jackson, tailback. I mean, Jackson's an outstanding running back. I'm interested to see what happens, though, with their wide receiver part because Austin Carr was such a big part of Thorson's success last year, and Austin Carr is now a free agent with the Patriots. And defensively, they're good. Michigan, I think their defensive line has a chance to be outstanding, led by Rashawn Gary, Chase Winovich, uh, Maurice Hurst. They've got some guys that can play there. Now, offensively, I think good running backs, the tight end spot's interesting. Wilton Spate's interesting, too. Um, He can have good moments and he can have mediocre moments. Secondary, they got a lot of guys missing in the secondary. They've had to rebuild all that. Ohio State actually has more all Big Ten returnees than anybody else. You know, Barrett, Weber, they took Price and made him a center. Boss back at tight end. Now the wideouts are not, and I mentioned going into the game last year, the wideouts were not a group where I sat back and went, oh, let's watch the tape again. And they're really kind of the same cast again. Now, defensively, their defensive front is one of the top five in all of college football. And it just depends on, you know, your opinion on where they fit one through five. And they're deep. I mean, you're talking an eight-man rotation. They're really good. Now, linebacker, Baker's back. He's really good. Got to replace McMillan in the middle. That's a huge one. And then the secondary, again, they've got to replace all those guys in the secondary again. Now, Webb's the one returning in the secondary, and I thought he was the weak link of the secondary last year. you got Michigan State. 
Two really good running backs, no question. You know, Madre London's back. They've, I mean, you got some players. I got a new quarterback. Again, the offensive line is in an odd spot. Defensive line, the defense has been hurt by by both defections and by offseason trouble. You've got let's see. There's any uh, trying to think who have you got uh, Rutgers. Rutgers will be a little bit better than they were. I mean Chris Ash will they'll be a little bit better. And you gotta be better quarterback. They they you know, tailbacks a spot where they had some depth, not anymore, but they did get Jadarian Grant back a wide receiver and as a kick returner. That helps. Defensively, they're okay. Nebraska. I mentioned Tanner Lee now taking over quarterback, so this is more the system that Mike Riley wants to run. It'll be considered really a top four pro prospect. Uh, so, I mean, he's got a lot going for him. Defensively, big change. I mean, the defensive coordinator had been with Mike Riley at all his stops over the last 20 years, and Mike let him go. And Bob Diaco, former Notre Dame defensive coordinator, former UConn head coach, uh, takes over as the defensive coordinator. So that's going to be interesting to watch. And then there's Maryland. I think Maryland's you know got some. I mean, he has some talent on that team. And that'll be the last game of the year too. It's going to be down there. It's going to be that last weekend. So it's just a, a brief overview of the schedule of what they have to face along the way. And the bye week is between Northwestern and Michigan. That's the bye weeks in between those two games. So that just gives you at least a thumbnail sketch of what you have opponent-wise going into the season. And again, you just you don't know going how everything plays out. I mentioned a year ago, Mitch Trubisky a year ago today is a backup. Lamar Jackson a year ago today is an unknown. And that's what makes all this fun, watching it all play out. But when you're a position Penn State's in, I think the fun of it for Penn State fans is that each week will feel like a playoff game. You've got to win this game. Now, there's always that feeling going into every game, like got to win this game, got to win this game. But it's a little bit different because of the perception of where you are going in. And I think that makes a difference. And I think I think that to me that's the fun of it. I mean the fun of it again to me is 
getting that kind of feeling in the stadium every single week. That you know you're playing for big stakes. Stakes make games better. And I love that. I mean, this is what you, all the fans, what James Franklin's wanted. Look, this is what James Franklin's wanted, what the players have wanted, what the fans have wanted for a few years now. They've wanted to be in the position of being perceived as one of the, wanting to be one of the best. Well, now you've got that perception. Now, let's see how it plays out and have some fun with it. And that's what I think. I mean, it's... I always hear all oh, the pressure of it. Ah, the pressure of it. I think this is where you want to be. Oh, what do you want to be? 30 to 40 again? Sneak up on everybody? Hope that you can do it? Or do you want to have a perception of being one of the best and going for the whole thing? Fine. Be one of the best and go for the whole thing. They're capable of it. Wrap it up in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Ford Steve Lots of New Fords. Over 40,000 trucks sold. SMC is where you want to be. At Sunbury Motors, you can choose from over 100 new Ford trucks with discounts as high as $13,500. 2017 Ford F-150s are priced as low as $24,419. They want one of sold every 43 seconds. There goes another one. Choose from over 60 new 2017 Ford Escapes, and they start at just $19,880. Lease a 2017 Ford C-Max Energy for only $160. A month with zero down. This amazing vehicle gets up to 95 MPG. Plus, get 0% financing for up to 72 months on 2017 Ford Fusions, Escapes, Edges, and Explorers. SMC is where you want to be in August for the largest selection and massive discounts on new Fords. Sunbury Motors in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, proudly serving the Susquehanna Valley and all of Central PA for over a century. The exact energy basis for 36 months with zero down. Tax and tags included. 10,500 miles per year. See dealer for details. All right, so we talked a little bit about Penn State football today. We've also discussed uh, some of the opponents as well coming up for the upcoming season. Just a thumbnail on them. And uh, great to have you with us. Uh, don't forget, uh, season will open up three weeks from, what are we, three weeks? Two weeks, one, boom, 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 how many weeks? Two weeks from Saturday. At uh, Beaver Stadium. So two and a half weeks to go. Going to be ramping up here pretty soon. You'll have your daily Penn State, Inside Penn State Athletics feature. Of course, that'll be back with us a few times a day on WKOK. Before and after your your two-hour spot with us. And, of course, the uh, appointment listenership on Thursday nights, the Coaches Show. Yeah, looking forward to that. We are, too. Yeah. Uh, Lewisburg and Shikolami uh, are scrimmaging Saturday. Oh, speaking we, of appointment watching, yes. Uh, I'm, well, at least for most of the broadcast <laughs> members. <laughs> I guess three of the four broadcasters are going to be there. That could end up as our, our, our debut segment of the high school football roundtable. That may end up that way next week. I'm getting kind of concerned. I texted you about that a little while ago. 
Yeah, I texted you as well. Yes. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, you sent see. Yeah. I sent you I, one after I, that. Oh, you did. I'm looking at... I don't usually have the... Uh, uh, I don't know if I'll be able or not. I'll let you know in a day or two. No surprise, huh? I mean, did they take <laughs> did they take his phone away? Or? I mean, I'm on a talk show tomorrow in Oklahoma at eight thirty, and one in Nebraska at two fifteen tomorrow. Um, you want to know why? I have a suit. I mean, I have a phone. So, I what is this? I know. I'll just get just get Dick Hort on. How about it? I'll call I him. Mean, I mean, after a while, you just. <laughs> you know, I mean, the last thing we want to do is interrupt that vacation. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> vacation days. How many vacation days do you need to move move somebody an hour? <laughs> guess we should place our bets now for next week. Will the suit Facebook Live suit lights arrival at Albright as he gets out of the car with suitcases what? in tow, walking this into the dorm? This is why I don't do Facebook. I know. I, know. <laughs> I bring this up because I wouldn't put it past him. He'll probably do it on uh, what Par- oh, Par- he is Periscope. Yeah, Periscope. He's yeah. a big Periscope guy. Yeah. Um, he's a huge Periscope guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I could again. You know, we're we're just trying to do a little old radio show here. That's right. You know, the two to three question segment with the play by play guy of the team is <laughs> you know part of the segment. But you know, you know weave it into your schedule. Yeah, could you? Yeah, you know, please. We're not shake the rust off after a year off. We're, we're not one of the adults trying to go over to the college campus to set up the weekend kegger. <laughs> All right, so you know, I guess we don't count. <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be like watching Donald Sutherland in the Animal House. All right, so <laughs> uh, where did we find this guy? Speaking of Donald Sutherland, every time I watch one of those simply juice drink commercials on TV, I think of the snow character yes. from the Hunger Games. <laughs> yes. Yes. Deb got me hooked on Hunger Games. I finally got through all the flicks. Uh, we started to, we, we binged watched a couple of them right before vacation. We there were the last two we still had to watch and finally got them done. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a, wow. Yeah. Simply Orange. <laughs> Simply Orange. Amazing. He's got that voice perfect. He does. Yeah, perfect. Head bringer. Yeah. All right. Um, Just like my voice for Shy Blah. <laughs> it, it's it's almost as it's almost as if the two are just a, the, the match made in heaven. Sell it. Sell it. <laughs> If you could sell Shy Blah, that'd be great. Yeah. They think you're the perfect voice for it. Or they just handed me the script, one of the two. 
It was a right place, oh, no. right time moment. No, you were picked. <laughs> you had to believe that. Yeah. Yeah, so... So let me get this straight. Like, Ryan Brandt and Pat O'Brien... This I, I want to say this is their 11th or 12th year together doing the games, right? Uh, very close. Uh, they have been with us since 2009. So our opening year of Seals okay. Grove Seals football was the uh, championship run season. Uh, yeah. They have now called over 100 games together. So I know they are excited. Ryan coming off his vacation, so he is now into uh, Seals prep mode as we speak. Mm. Oh, he's off his vacation. He's off his vacation, yes. Wow. I know. Complete opposite of... Interesting way of doing things. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, Steve Williams doing Milton football. You betcha. In years. Passionately. Mm -hmm. Ups and downs. Greg Wetzel. Lewisburg. Fixture in Lewisburg for decades. Absolutely. Quality educator. No question. Does a great job. Justin Michaels, too. Justin Michaels, great job. Dick Hort, great job. Football, acumen, top shelf. All of them wanting to be there year after year. (laughs) Someday he'll make the cut. I'm rooting for him. You're rooting for him. Sure. Someone's got to. Hey, he bags a whole year, then he forgets he's got a game. <laughs> we want to do the high school preview with him. We can get everybody else except him. <laughs> Love line you said. There's there's 10. Come on. <laughs> there's 10 of them. I mean, look, Jamie knows how we're feeling. Your station for news, weather, business, and CBS Sports Radio. News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury and on WKOK.com.